0: this episode.
1: This one this one actually is uh, comes out of my book, uh, Putting Stories to Work. And this experiment, oh, man, you just love, you love research stories, that you actually need a better story if you want to overturn misinformation. A warehouse fire. There's been a short circuit. It was actually petrol-soaked rags and an empty fuel drum. They've been given misinformation
0: and they were told to just ignore it, but they couldn't. Similar enough to be listened to, different enough to be heard.
1: Welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast to help you build your
0: business story repertoire. Hi everybody, I'm Sean Callahan, And hi everybody, I'm Mark Shank. And have we got any housekeeping before we start the episode today? Uh, look, I'm heading off to Malaysia uh,
1: soon, uh, so I'll be in Kuala Lumpur. If anyone's there wants to catch up, uh, please let me know.
0: And, end of November, uh, if I am correct. End there. of November. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Last yep. week. Cool. And we're also uh, about to release a new set of dates for public programs for our Story Powered Leadership Program and Story Powered Sales. And so the, the next round of public programs will be in February Mm, February 24. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, i got a story for you, Mark. Oh, I'm looking forward to it.
1: What have we got? This one this one actually is uh, comes out of my book, uh, Putting Stories to Work. I mean, I think you probably remember this, probably a, I would say over 100 stories in that book. And there's actually one of the things I was very proud of uh, when we put it together is at the back, there's an index to all the stories, right? So you can quickly go to stories that you love but this is one of the stories and it was and i think it's very uh, a very important story now because it's all about misinformation and how to how to counter misinformation right and and of course it's one of my favorite types of stories it's a science story so it's uh it's a story about an experiment and this experiment I mean, you just love you love research stories oh i do i do oh, this is this is one of my favorites but so this is the work that was done back in 1994 by two psychologists at Michigan University. And it's really one of the first experiments to show that you actually need a better story if you want to overturn misinformation, right? You can't beat it with just facts. You've got to have a, an even better story to tell. So you know, in a typical um, experiment, they split their, participants into two groups and the first group is sort of given a series of messages sort of as if they were in real time about a warehouse fire, right So you know they're they're at their computers and they're seeing these messages come through from the warehouse fire and uh, the first thing they learn uh, as they w- well as they're watching these messages come through they learn that there's been a short circuit at this warehouse which was very close to a closet that contained flammable materials such as, you know, gas bottles and and oil paints. Right. And so, you know, people read that and go, "Oh, okay. So that's probably what started the fire. And then quickly after that message, they get a a follow-up that says, Oh no, 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 it was a mistake. Just ignore that. Okay. So that's first group. The second group, is told exactly the same thing you know they're told about the the gas bottles and the oil paints and and then they're told to ignore it but then after the please ignore it message they get another message which is oh we actually found the source of the fire it was it was actually petrol soaked rags and an empty fuel drum kind of suggesting arson right and and as, as in our world that is a better story and but what's interesting, they then got the participants uh, and asked them a bunch of questions about what happened at the warehouse fire. The first group, when they were asked, okay, what started the fire, just sort of said, oh, it was the short circuit and the gas bottles and the oil paints, right? No mention or told to ignore all of that. And then the second group said, oh, no, it was the petrol-soaked rags and empty fuel tanks that caused the fire. All right, so
0: the first group didn't get the petrol soak rags. No, they didn't
1: get that information. All they got right. was the short circuit and gas bottles. Oh, but it's a mistake. Ignore it. Yep. yep. Right? They've been given misinformation, right. and they were told to just ignore it. But they couldn't. Even when they were asked what started the fire, they said it was the short circuit and the gas bottles and the oil paint. Right. Uh, so, just merely saying no, no, forget that it was a mistake, just doesn't do anything. And then, of course, the second group, they've given a better story. They're sort of saying, okay, we first think it's this, no, that's a mistake. Here's an even better story. You know, it was the petrol-soaked rags and empty fuel tanks, which uh, gives a suggestion of arson,
0: right? Gets yep. the gets the listener thinking.
1: And anyway, it's quite
0: a like it's it's like a whoo I'm interested in that type of story. yeah, yeah, it's exactly. an interesting thing.
1: yeah. so you know there, I, one of the reasons I love this type of experiment is that it just gives you that kernel of uh, idea about look, it's it's not good enough just to say to someone, no, no, forget that or no, that was wrong. that's a mistake because no matter, how much you re-emphasize that it was wrong or a mistake is not a good enough because the story's already taken hold. You know the story virus is there, right? Um, so yeah, anyway, that's the that's
0: the um, the story of the misinformation experiment. You're right, and so the um, the the second group have thrown away story number one about the short circuit, and they've replaced it. With story number two, which was quite a you know quite a a, a kind of dangerous, exciting, uh, yeah. uh, a story about potential arson. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there's no um, mistake or error in them choosing a stories which are about danger and death, right? Because mm. these are stories we lean into. We love any stories that are about that. Um,
0: because we yeah, want to survive helps us survive,
1: it helps us survive. Yeah. we want to avoid danger and death
0: yeah generally yes
1: now um what do you think listening to that story what's oh. uh what's the uh, thing that jump jump out for
0: you uh look i i think that story is a terrific uh, example of one of the the key mistakes that people make which is that once people have got a story in their head they think they're just making statements etc right? yeah so that I, I really like the the effectiveness of that story one of the things that I that I that I really liked in your telling of that was when you said they were told to ignore it but they couldn't ignore it right yeah no, because of course it's it's attached to them emotionally now not logically yeah yeah it's so yeah it's so interesting
1: isn't it it's there's something enticing about a good story that it's so hard to let go of, right? And, yep. uh, yeah, no, that's that's a, that's a good point. One of the things I was trying to do, Mark, in that, and I'm not too sure if I succeeded entirely, was that, you know, the two groups and the two stories are kind of similar, right? And 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 it'd be easier for someone to listen to it and not really get what I was talking about, right? And, and so that's why I kind of emphasise, you know, the two groups... You know, I, and I try to slowly go through the fact that they were told a story in the first group and then just told to ignore it. Whereas the second group, they were told a story, told to ignore it, and then told a better story. Right. Yeah, so so it's, it's, you know what I mean? It's like a, it's yeah. a very
0: subtle difference between the two. Yeah. And I, I do, I, I, so one of my, how to make that even better would be to make it absolutely clear because it wasn't completely clear to me that it was only the second group. That we're told about the petrol-soaked rags, and so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I
1: picked that up on you in your questions. And here I was, I was really trying to (laughs) be clear between the two uh, situations, but I could tell from your questions that you know it didn't land uh, entirely. Mm. So, so that's that's something really, and maybe you need to help people visualize it a little bit. In some, yeah, and also.
0: I so I agree. Uh, helping make it as visual as possible. Um, you know, people on the left of the room, people on the right of the room, mate. yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, something ma- like that.
1: Just something maybe. that makes the some... people
0: in red shirts and the people in blue. I don't know, some something visual,
1: yeah.
0: Um, and man, I had another important point to say there, and it's completely slipped out of my mind. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So, the, um,
1: yeah, so I think certainly that's a, an area for improvement on this story. Um, Sorry,
0: the thing I was going to say yeah. is this is another reason why practising your stories is so important. Yeah, you know. And getting feedback.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I, I I, I, sort of hesitate a little bit. I never practise my stories, um, except in this podcast. This is the only time in which I tell stories and get formal feedback Um and I'm sure I'm sure it's a good thing, but I'm just wondering. There's also I, I practice my stories just by telling stories, right? Sort of practice in the wild. Mm, yep. Yeah. Suppose it's a, just a different type of practice, right? Well, except for and the it,
0: times that you ring me and say, "Hey, I've got a story." Oh, and we what talk do you think? It. Yeah, and true. you know when I call you because for me that's one of the most useful uh, practices that we have. Yeah, is that you know I'll tell yeah, a story true. and
1: that's true. Yeah. That's right. And it's trying to work out, you know, the bits in the story that, um, you know, actually work and what works against you.
0: Now, one of the things that I did like about that was that that's potentially a very long and complicated story, but you you got it down to a really tight little package.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a much longer story in the way I tell it in the book. Right. And because it goes into more detail about who these researchers were and, you know, like you know, there's names and details, but I decided it wasn't really necessary for the story, so I sort of yeah. crunched. I got a crunched down version of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you noticed that. Um. So, what about business points on this? You know, where would you actually use this story?
0: Uh, oh, uh, people own what they create. You can't just tell them they're wrong. Um, yeah, yeah. Once yeah. their story, once the story's in the head, it's really hard to shift.
1: I think it's any time where there's a story out there that's causing you pain, right? And and your your gut response might be, let's just give them the facts. Well, to give them the facts so that they know what's going on. No, 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 that's not going to help you. You've got to have a better story.
0: Um, yeah, and of course, in whenever you there's any sort of change that you're making. Yes. Right. right. Like people will have stories in their head about the value or otherwise of the change that you're making, and yep. just telling them the facts won't shift the story they're telling themselves. Like the stories, like the anti stories, like "oh, we've tried that here and it doesn't work." Yeah. Um, that's not the way we do things. Yeah,
1: yeah. You've reminded me of um, of something that happened when we did that project for Rio Tinto. You know, the big internal refit of their offices. Mm-hmm. And they were doing this global rollout, as you know, and, and they were doing the refit up in Brisbane in the uh, Queen Street building that they had. And the head of facilities, the big anti-story he knew he was going to face was, well, they've taken off, made it all open, you know, open space, and there's no place for us to, you know, store our gear, and he was particularly concerned about the, you know, all the PAs who were working. But they did something which was, this is, this is like creating a better story. He ran a prototype of, the, of the, the change in another building, but it was in a much smaller building, than just one floor. And he got the um, PAs from over there to come over to Queen Street. And then he got all the PAs, There's like 30 of them in this room, and he started the meeting and of course they all just jumped on this anti-story but we're not going to have space to do well the pas from the prototype area sort of eventually went oh uh, but we we've had some interesting experiences about that um it's kind of like a spring clean really um just like when we first start and then they started telling these stories of how there was all this redundant information, and how it actually works better, and and all of a sudden, this whole thing changed the 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 energy, the uh, the attitude, just changed from a whole bunch of people who are against it to a whole people bunch of people who are going, yeah, okay, this could be really good, you know, like they were all excited as they walked. He had, didn't have to say a word. Beautiful. Right? It was so nice, and it was just because they these people from the other building had a better story they had a story about you know what the the, the future was going to be like yeah, yeah and
0: they were that was that saying similar enough to be listened to different enough to be heard mm. yeah yeah and, that's uh, right exactly and so they had a lot mm. of credibility mm. be sitting inside it's, the organization and it's not Martin trying to change them and tell them they need to change. it's one of their peers going oh actually yeah. we've had a different experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah very quite, powerful.
1: It's all quite good.
0: Mm. Yeah, but then it, it, it you know, directly links to the story you told because they've, what they've done is they've given them a a different story, a better story. Better story. That's right. And I think this is one of the challenges
1: I think organizations face is that they go, "Oh, we don't have a better story." You know, like it's we've got nothing. And in which case, leaders have to generate, do things like these guys did. Run a prototype. Run an experiment. Do something that generates a new story.
0: Um, Yeah. And I mean, the number of times we've seen things in, you know, when we're working with strategies and uh, people explaining strategies where, as an example, they're implementing a new, let's say, a new CRM system or a new HR system. And the anti-story is, well, back in 2017, we implemented a new HR system. It was a complete failure. And it's going to be, this. and people go, oh, but we what how, we, we can't deal with that. And, you know, that's a real big barrier. And it's like, no, no, that's actually a huge opportunity. You just got to, you have to change the story and you have to go. So we've known for a long time that we needed to change our CRM. Back in 2017, we knew we had to change our CRM and, you know, we had a go. Budget was extremely tight. We had no funds for change management. Um, we got consultants in and it felt like they were doing to us rather than with us. Man, we learned a lot. We knew we had to change, but we did it the wrong way. And so now it's five years later and we need to change even more. This time we're going to get it right. So great story, isn't it? That's I don't know a it's cool a full story.
1: <laughs> like it just it just yeah. deals with that anti-story so well.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm. And so um yeah, you know, rather than telling them they're wrong, you use events, the things that happened, and yeah, people go, oh, go. Oh, okay. And it's not a guarantee that it's going to work, but, man, it's much more effective than saying, no, 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 we'll get it right this time. That's right. Exactly. That's a good example.
1: Uh, Okay, let's give this a score. Mr. Mark, what do you
0: reckon? All right. Yep. This this is a really solid uh, business story. I'm giving it a solid seven. Solid seven. Yep. Yeah, I think it's a good business
1: story. I'm going to give it an eight. Um, It will actually depend on just how often I actually tell it. So that's be interesting. Mm. It's somewhere going to sit between a seven or eight. Actually, I heard a lovely idea about, you know, these ratings. Uh, Someone was talking about rating films. You know how I I have a bit of a. Oh, um, yeah you know, a preponderance to do that. But this person was sort of saying, well, you know, like it's you can't compare one film to another. It, it all depends on the person's experiences and how they, you know, their background, how they connect to the movie. But there's definitely top shelf movies, second shelf movies, and third shelf movies, right? Like you can have a Schindler's List on the top shelf mm-hmm. right next to, you know, some, you know, Caddyshack. You know, no one can ever compare the two, but for you, they might be top shelf movies, right? Yep. You give them a nine out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. Anyway, I like this. I like this idea, this idea of, so, you know, what we've just done there was probably given a second shelf story, right? Mm, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where would you put Cocaine Bear? (laughs) (laughs) It's not top shelf, (laughs) but it was very funny. (laughs) It was. It was hilarious. And so I'd put Cocaine Bear second shelf. Yes, Um, one of my friends who watched it with me, man, it was on the floor. It was on the floor. It (laughs) It was was not even on the the shelf at all. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Well, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true.
1: So true. Okay. Well, let's let's wrap things up, Mark. Um, Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening in to Anecdotally Speaking, and of course, tune in next week for another episode on how we're going to put those stories to work. So, bye for now.